Hello and welcome back to the Casual Hour, a podcast ostensibly about video games, but you already know that because you're flipping over the episode from the last one. So if you're hearing this right now and you have not listened to the prior episode, go back. It's a short one. It's only five and a half, five and a half hours long. We break down all of the games that we're going to be talking about here in just a minute because it is time for our individual top 10 that will communicate together, bond one another, and become the greatest Gundam you ever know is the number one game of the show's mm-hmm. podcast for 2020. Yeah. So the way this works, um, Chase, can you run us down on, on your scoring? Yeah, I mean, it's it's a pretty simple scoring thing. Um, your number 10 game gets one point, your number nine game two, and so on and so forth until your number one game, which gets 10 points. And we will add up all the points between the three of us, among the three of us. Uh, among us, if oh, you among us, among us—that's the game of the year, isn't it? Uh huh. I mean, it's a little, it's a little sus how this uh, hey, process yeah. might go, hey. but um, <laughs> we'll then count up the points, and if we feel good about it, I don't want to say it's definitive, but if we feel good about where <laughs> that nets out, uh, then I think you we can't just change say, this yeah, because <laughs> no, I you, definitively and conditionally, Monster Hunter World stands as the game of the year for Casual Hour. <laughs> whatever whatever um, i know what you're doing right now <laughs> i'm not no no no. i'm not doing it i'm just saying sometimes sometimes uh you know what if we all what if we all had the same number five but ah, okay yeah you know that like i don't know if sometimes those games are just like everyone feels like it's okay but it's not it's like a, a game that we're super passionate about yeah i i want to make sure okay. that at least at least one slash probably two people are happy with this final Fair. thing, and then the other person, I think, will be like good. Usual feels bad. Uh, I think we'll be good too. I don't think we have to worry yeah. about it. But no, this uh, year especially, I want to. I want to put it out there that we we don't have to definitively pick that game as our game of the year just because it has the most points. But it, I think it is a very determining factor in that. So uh, the way that we're going to do this, we're going to go down. Uh, starting with 10, we'll each say our 10, we'll each say our 9, 8, so on and so forth. And uh, we'll, if you haven't listened to the prior episode again, you, you, you will understand why these games are ranked the way that they are, hopefully. Uh, we might share a little bit about it, but this is going to be pretty straightforward in comparison yeah. to the last episode. If you want to hear our opinions on these games, we have literally five and a half hours of it. <laughs> yeah. So let's start, um, and I think since I'll be running through it, let's go Johnny Chase Bobby. Uh, we'll do okay. that order every time we get to a new number. So, okay. Johnny, I, w- I would love for you to share what your number 10 game of the year was. It is Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Wow. Okay. And Chase is also any, keeping... Any, yeah, I'm trying to keep tabs on this. Anything else you want to say about that game? I feel like it didn't actually get covered a lot in our I, uh This is the best Assassin's Creed since 2, in my opinion. Yep. Wow. I... Uh, I like that game a lot. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe we'll hear more about it coming. I think we will. My number 10 is uh, somewhat reluctantly Genshin Impact. Okay. uh, You know, that. I thought that would have been higher for you. You know, the gotcha stuff, I think, pulled it down a little bit. Um, Sure. I I do like the the combos with all the elements. Um, I think it has some cool story stuff and some decent voice acting. And it's a really rich world to live in. Um, you know, it it does. I think it. I think it does rip off 
Breath of the Wild better than any other game does rip yep. off Breath of the Wild. And, uh, you know, it's got a lot of stuff going for it, but it's one that I left and then didn't didn't feel the need to go back to uh, and probably won't feel the need to go back to until maybe it gets a Switch release. And even then, I don't know. Yeah. Um, no, I like that game a whole lot, and I was pleasantly surprised by it. And uh, as somebody who was a little hesitant after one failed clone of Breath of the Wild, this one did a pretty damn good job. Yeah. Um, what was that one called? But, uh Windblown or Windbound. Yes, that's right. Windbound. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, my number ten game of the year is Spirit Fair. Um, I I thought that'd be higher. Well, you're about to be surprised this year, my friend. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, as am I. As am I. I th- number ten is a is a very uh, good spot for me. Um, I think that this game um, borrows heavily from some mechanics on other games, but I think it's heartfelt. And, uh, I, I do, I see the flaws in it as much as I love this game. And I know that it, it definitely can be a little uh, repetitive and it can be a bit grindy at times. And I think that that ultimately gets in the way of the message it tries to, to, to give, but I, I had a great time with spirit fair nonetheless. Very cool. Johnny, number nine, number nine would be Yakuza like a dragon. Okay. Uh, my number nine is Yakuza Like a Dragon. Holy shit. Look at that. Yeah. Uh, my number nine is Deep Rock Galactic. And uh, I I thoroughly enjoyed my time with that. That'd be game. higher. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I it, I thoroughly enjoyed that game. Um, it, it was my game with Johnny this year, which was great. We said a lot about it. But uh, for not having a story, especially, and just kind of being a, ga- a game to get thrown into, uh, the mm-hmm. staying power that it had there was was fantastic. So um, D- Deep Rock Galactic was my number nine. Johnny, what was your number eight? Cyberpunk 2077, okay. which has moved up and down, and I finally just had to make a place for it. And I was like, it's, mm, okay, and it, it landed at number eight. So okay. s- still very conflicted feeling in the various states that it's in but my own personal experience it it's in my top 10 my number eight is wide ocean big jacket damn i thought for sure that would be higher for you but i you know i think (laughs) i think part of it is it came out in january um so i've had a lot of time to play other games some recency um Mm -hmm. a lot of a lot of time to forget stuff that happened in this game i think it was a nice short experience uh i think there are better nice short experience games out there but this was the best one from this year in my opinion okay um my number eight game of the year was also cyberpunk 2077 and uh i uh I struggled the same. I could literally take Johnny's sentiments and apply them here. I fundamentally disagree with a lot of what happened with this game, but there is something very captivating about once you're in it and it works because I think that there is some very well written aspects to it. Um, I think that there's some old bullshit that is fucking dumb, old open world shit that is at this point in time, like I'm I'm going uh... Yeah, it's not the game we were promised, but no. there's still a good game in there. But it is yeah. the game we deserve. Yes. Y- yes. Um, guys, and Patrick right Blood now. has lived long enough to see themselves become the villain. Yeah. So, If we stop right now, Cyberpunk wins our game of the year. 
Let's keep that? going. Stop the count. <laughs> let's let's keep going. Um, number Johnny, seven. What, yeah, what's for seven? Me, Ghost of Tsushima. So uh, I've had some time to reflect on the games that I played this year and talking with some other friends about this game, uh, reflecting back on it. I really enjoyed my time with it, and it will be one of the first things I download on my PS5 this weekend. Um, I know, Bobby, it didn't click with you as well as it did with me. Yeah. Um, but I, I really like what Sucker Punch put together here. I'd much rather see them make a similar style game than return to infamous sure uh after this and uh yeah it's i I don't think you have to worry about that i think that this thing did gangbusters for them and sony so yeah yeah um i'm curious to see what another version of this game looks like with for sure like what can they do further with it It, there's there's a lot here that just never fully landed for me is this is not on my top 10 at all um i i didn't get through the game Uh, I, i got pretty bored with it but i recognize that it has a ton of potential and i think that maybe a sequel to this um is something i could get on board with uh from a storytelling standpoint right on my number seven is hyrule warriors age of calamity i was i was really impressed with this even as even as a warriors fan uh who is who understands that that franchise that series very well um, this was a game I was planning on skipping because I was like, I, I know what these games are. I played that last Hyrule Warriors. It was fine. I already have enough Warriors games on my Switch. I don't I don't buy more. Um, and then I played the demo and went, well, I guess I'm buying one more. Yeah. <laughs> that, game's, yeah. that game's pretty good. You could yeah. drop you could drop the if, frog on the dude. <laughs> if I had played more of it, I, I imagine it probably would have wound up on my list somewhere. So. Yeah, I I thoroughly enjoyed my time with that game. Uh, my number seven is Paper Mario, the Origami King. And I've shared a lot on this game. I know it has a lot of flaws, but that story really stuck with me and the characters uh, were fantastic. I, I think it it's one of the best Mario games I've played in some time. And uh, I, had a, I had a really good time with it, as you all know. Um, <clears throat> I guess that brings us to number six. My number six. Yeah. Deep Rock Galactic. Man, that's such a good game. I love this game it is so silly uh it i don't know if you remember uh when monster hunter won our game of the year the reason i made it my number one is because of how much fun i had playing Mm it um and similar situation here as to why it's you know in the middle of the pack instead of closer to the bottom whenever bobby and i would fire it up and and just goof around have a few laughs it was it's a good time what was that guy's name potato sal Potato Pal. Like yeah, one of the one of the doors <laughs> that dropped in. Um, Potato Pal came in. Yeah, it really just, it just works. It works so well. This is a game uh, that Chase should be playing with us. Yeah, yeah. I, I I don't want to play this game, but I want to play this game with you guys. Yeah. Let's, if that makes sense. Yeah, yep. absolutely. My number, what is this? Five, six. My number six. six. Is, my number six is Seven Nights Time Wanderer. That's which, confusing. Yeah, it is. I really should have just switched it with Hyrule. But, um, I, I mean, I think this game is really cool. Uh, I think it's got just a lot of, of cool art charm. I was very surprised that a game that is based on a gotcha game would play play it so straight as a, as a JRPG. Uh, I, it's, a, it's a nice little breezy RPG. Uh, and, like, I, I could not be more 
excited about it, uh, you know, but that only goes so far at, at some point. Yeah. But it is really cool. It got me to actually, you know, I haven't talked about this on the podcast. It got me to try the gotcha game just to see, like, well, what is this? And it, honestly, the gotcha game plays a lot like this in terms That's of mechanics. But sure. it also has way more characters and I looked into some of the characters and holy shit guys there are some crazy <laughs> characters in here including a bunch of Romance of the Three Kingdoms characters they're not oh, shit. specifically Dynasty Warriors characters but Lou fucking Boo is in this game Lou <laughs> Boo and you get to uh, you get to like pick a bunch of free ones. They give you a bunch of free shit at the beginning of the game uh, when you're first starting out. So you're goddamn right. I got Lou Boo riding red hair with his fucking oh sweet God. Alvarez. God. And then I stopped because I'm like, this is no, don't, don't, don't you do this? Don't you do this? Stop putting yeah. money in this. So I deleted it from my device immediately. But uh, it was kind of cool to look at. <sighs> um, my number six game of the year was Animal Crossing: New Horizon, and. Uh, I I really liked my time with Animal Crossing, and I I was all in, and it was pretty high on my list for a while this year, but I did lose some steam with it, and I have I, I just wanted to give a special shout out to my wife. Um, she's played this game for over three uh, over three hundred days now, and uh, her joy has been just something that I've thoroughly enjoyed watching her do. Like right now as we record this, like there's a lot of Christmas stuff happening on the Island and she's just, I got my giddy. big festive tree today. I, uh, she got, I found the, I found the recipe. I, I shook the ornaments out of it and I made my goddamn tree. That's awesome. <laughs> and she just has so much fun with it. And I can tell that like, she understands the podcast life and she, she is, this is the only game she wants to play. This is it for her. And so, um, I've, I've had a really good time sitting on the couch next to her and playing, playing this game and, and it's very special for me in that sense. But uh, it did, it did fall a little bit out of grace for me. I, I found that like once it kind of uh, became tapped out um, and I mean, we played a lot in a very short yeah. period of time. I mean, once you, once you build your Island to like, Hey, this is the specifications that I want it. You, you kind of get done. And if you're not like yep. me who gets into that routine of, Oh, I need to see if Gulliver's there. I need to buy the next right. painting from Jolly Red once he shows up. Um, if that doesn't excite you to do like thirty minutes every single day, then you're not you're not going to get anything out of that game anymore. So I understand where people don't yeah. don't put it highly, but you might see it high. On I that think list. that who knows? Like a, uh, a Stardew Valley has more of like a daily pull back into it for me than what this does. Um, but that's not fair and appropriate really. I mean, like it's just, it's a very good game and it has a lot of heart. Uh, and I think it really good, like number six. So we're, we're in it boys. We're at the top five, which is, this is where, where we really start to, to hurt people's feelings. So, uh, number five for me, Crusader Kings three. I am shocked, but not that shocked. I'm shocked that told it's me that, high or low. That is a five. If you showed me a screenshot of this game in January and said, hey, this is going to be your top five, I would say, <laughs> no, it's not. And then I went through it and uh, had the experience that I did. And uh, it's, I don't know, it's, it's a special game that yeah. I'm glad that I got to experience. And it got me through a particularly crappy part of this year. Yeah. So. 
That's awesome. If you were to show me a picture of 13 Sentinels Aegis Rim and say, this is going to be in your top five, I'd be like, are you sure you don't mean top one? Yeah. <laughs> uh, this game rules. I, I like it a lot. I think the only reason it's it's not higher is because I still haven't played enough of it. Um, and it is, it can be confusing, but I, I think it is very uh, rewarding to me especially. And I like that even in the game itself, if I get bored of the story stuff, I can jump into this other mode that lets me do the fighting stuff. And if I get bored of that, I can jump back. And I think that's pretty cool. Uh, it's it's a cool-ass game, man. I thought that would have been really high for you. I'm surprised that that's yeah, a five. Yeah, me too. Damn. Uh, well, my number five is Assassin's Creed Valhalla. And um, <clears throat> I, I think that I am the resident apologist for assassin's creed when it's been bad i'm still cheering for it uh when it's good i'm really uh evangelizing for it and uh, i do agree with johnny i think this is some of the best assassin's creed has been in uh, a really long time i find evor uh avor to be very interesting i like the setting a whole lot i love the combat in this one uh it's the most whimsical i think assassin's creed has ever been um and it's very much compartmentalized in ways where each part of the map feels like its own little micro story, which reminds me a lot of how the Witcher told its stories. And I, I think that's, it's an easy game to like pick up and go into where like I could stop playing this for a few months and come back and be like, okay, yeah, let's go over here to this section and start that story beat. So uh, it's, it's really good. Um, I know that like I told, I told chase like, Hey, check out these new assassins creeds. I understand where he is with uh, origins and odyssey. Uh, but Valhalla is definitely really cool. And I'm excited to see the conclusion of it. Uh, as it's supposed to wrap a lot of things up with a nice bow on it. Very cool. If and when I finish Origins, <clears throat> yeah, and, and and then if and when I finish Odyssey, uh, <laughs> if and, I, I might I might pick up Valhalla. That's a lot of Assassin's sure. Creed. It is a lot of um, Assassin's Creed. I guess that brings us to number four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this game, if I hadn't had the experience with it that I did with my son. I don't know where it would land. Probably not my top ten, but my number four is Spelunky Two. Huh. Uh, that that was some of the most fun I've had with a video game this year was uh, playing with Jude and seeing the wheels turning in his head as he figured out the mechanics. Uh, you know how how far to jump, how to drop from a ledge and then grab onto another ledge, and um, I don't know it it it's snatched me in a way that, like I said, I don't think it would have if it was just me playing. I don't think it would sure. have ended up on my list. It would have been a game that I really enjoyed, but probably wouldn't have added to my top ten. So, Very cool. Chase. My number, my number four, continuing my numbers that aren't in the right numbers slot, is Final Fantasy VII Remake. Very cool. It's good. It's a good game. Yeah. Um, my number four is Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. And uh, <laughs> if you would have told me that a fucking Warriors game would have been anywhere on my list, let alone at number fucking four. Hey, Impa Drops Drugs. I, I don't think I've played a game that's as big and mechanically obtuse at times as what this is. That is so fucking respectful. Bobby, we play Monster Hunter. Don't talk about but Monster. <laughs> no, Monster Hunter was not as respectful as what this game is. Like the way that they let you navigate through this. It's done in such a package that is easy to go through. Like if I wanted to focus on a particular character, I can just menu over and get that that window on it. Like looking at the map 
of Hyrule and Breath of the Wild was super intimidating, but also equally exciting. And seeing it again here is, um, and it's done in a way that that works really well. I mean, this is a video game ass video game, but mm-hmm. it, it does some really awesome stuff on moving the story fit forward. And I mean, Breath of the Wild's arguably my favorite game of all time. And to have this companion behind the scenes look at it, I think is such a real, like I feel like I'm watching a director's cut almost. And it's this, this really cool insight. And the, the warrior shit doesn't bother me that much. Like it works really well with what they're doing here. And I think they've put together such a fucking awesome game. And I, I said this off pod, but I'm just so thankful that Nintendo put out a demo because had they not done this, I really yeah. would have missed out on something I don't special. Think any of us would have yeah. picked it up. I mean, I, well. I talked. I talked earlier about the how the demo I think disappointed me a little bit in, or in terms of it, it, uh, it made it more difficult to play the full game once the full game came out because I forgot some of the mechanics and it didn't re-tutorialize me. But at the same time, you're right, Bobby. If I hadn't played that demo, I wouldn't have played it at all, and I'm yeah. so glad I did. So yeah, number four, Hyrule Warriors: Age of Calamity. Right now, All that right. is our number one game of the year. Number three, <laughs> uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2. Uh, I immensely enjoyed my time with this game. I've gone back and I've played it a few more times, uh, especially with Jude, playing uh, some split screen. Uh, but I was completely enamored with this for about sure. a week or so after it came out. And uh, I really, really hope they make uh, remakes of three and four. Yeah. So. My number three is Hades. <laughs> it's and I'll I'll be honest. Everything between three and one is a toss up every day. It's been a toss yeah. up every day. It's always been these three games, but the order has changed all the time. Um, but I sure. think in my heart, Hades is my number three. Chase, Hades is also my number three game of the year. And uh, almost in the same breath, like not, not, I think I'm more surprised by Hyrule Warriors. But again, I'm this taken by a run based game um, is just a shock to me that this is up above, you know, like Cyberpunk. It's up above Assassin's mm-hmm. Creed here. Like when I really think about me and like my taste. Um, yeah, if, is, if we went back, if we went back to your games that you're looking forward to in 2020, uh, I I yeah. don't believe Hades was on it, but I believe a lot of these other games that you mentioned were, and for this yep. one to eclipse those is is big. That's big. big yeah, yeah. It, it's it's a big statement for me for sure. Uh, my number two is Hades. Yeah, there that it is. game. Uh, I played it in early access when I first built my computer back in February. I uh, didn't touch it for a while because I wanted to let some updates come out for it. And then, holy shit, I just was completely absorbed by it. Um, and I think it is, you know, we talk about Spelunky being a quote-unquote perfect video game. I think Hades, mechanically, also might deserve that uh, yeah. accolade. Yeah. So. I, I, tend to, I tend to agree with that. My number two is Blazeball. Which, uh, you know, you know my thoughts on baseball. It's, uh, it's a big deal. To me. I am shocked to the surprise of nobody. <laughs> I, I am like, that is, I'm happy that you had something 
because I know how important baseball is to you. And I know not having baseball this year, I don't know how hard that had to be for you. But having baseball in lieu of that is probably a pretty fucking cool thing for you. And, so, and you know, even when we did get baseball, uh, you know, we were in St. Louis and our team had their uh, had their little COVID scare. So even even sometimes when baseball was happening, baseball wasn't happening here. And it was yeah. nice to have that thing to to go back to um, a lot. And and you know what? I've really missed it. It's been on Siesta for a long time. Uh, they came back and they tried to do a, like a small event called the Coffee Cup uh, in uh, the last few weeks, and I just could not care. It's like these this does not this does not have anything to do with the lore that I that I have been building up now. And I just I could not I could not get behind it. When is that supposed to come back? They haven't said. I, I okay. mean, next year, next year certainly they're not going to do anything more over the yeah. holiday. But hmm. yeah. But even uh, if this is it, even if I don't go back to baseball at all, it was such a 2020. Uh, yeah, uh, man, like, like lightning in a bottle. Yeah, it was. It was like it was very close to being the game that I needed in 2020. Sure, uh, but but there was another game uh, that I might have <laughs> mentioned that might be talked about in a bit. Um, here's another surprise for you too. Final Fantasy VII Remake is my number two game of the year. And uh, I it, this was close. This was number one for, for some time for me. And uh, I'm just so happy to be part of the, the, the conversation now. And Welcome to, to the club. <laughs> to, to know some of these characters and actually care about these characters. And um, I, I mean, one of my most anticipated games right now is the, the next part of Final Fantasy VII. And... I, I wish I had more information. I wish I knew more about what they were doing. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. so excited to to get to spend more time with Red 13 and learn a little bit more about who Zach is and all this other stuff. And so, like, there's there's a lot of mystery that, like, I'm just kind of, like, hanging in the balance. You're wanting to know, like, please tell me what's going on with this because I'm, I'm very curious. Yeah. All right. Number one is Final Fantasy VII Remake. Uh-huh. To the shock of no one. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I've, I've made it abundantly clear how I feel about this game, um, the way it made me feel, uh, and it's, as Bobby said, I can't wait to see what Remake Part 2 is. Uh, uh, my, number one, my number one Animal Crossing, uh, New Horizons. It's, uh, like I said, it got me through 2020, 435 hours. It's, uh, it's a big, it's been a big deal to me, and, you know, yeah. I don't usually... I, I wouldn't usually weigh so heavily um, time played in a game uh, yeah. because I feel like, you know, if I'm playing a game like Pokemon, there's so much grinding. Uh, when I've mm-hmm. played games like Super Robot Wars, there's so there's just a lot of time in there that I, you know, enjoy, but wouldn't necessarily necessarily say is like, oh, man, this is the most exciting thing. But for Animal Crossing, I think it was allowing myself to take time and to to really just breathe in what this game had. It was nice that it could it could be a game that I could go to, and every once in a while there'd be new things. That hey, it's another it's another it's a new month. There are new bugs. There's new fish. Uh, mm-hmm. We just we hey here's the we have deep sea creatures now you can go catch. Um, Jolly Red's in the game now, so we've expanded the the museum to have paintings and and some of these things have been in old Animal Crossings. A lot of them have. Right. But right. for them to be incorporated here. Uh, in a in a sort of drip feed moment, 
Uh, it, it just helped me to always feel like there was something new, something cool to do. And even if it was only 20 minutes of my day, it was 20 minutes of my day that I really looked forward to. And, uh, and that was, you know, it's a, it's a game that I've been playing pretty much all of 2020, save for those couple months that it wasn't available at the beginning. But uh, it's, uh, I, I've liked Animal Crossing games in the past, and I love this one. Despite yeah. despite the tools that break, which are still bullshit, I still think that yeah. sucks. Uh, Easter was a fucking disaster, and we all agree. But Easter, yep, even Easter despite of the, even despite those things, uh, this this game just just made a, a huge impact on me this this year. And I'm looking forward to playing it up until next March, and then never playing it again. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, congrats, Chase, on having such an awesome time with it. Uh, I don't, I don't know if my my time with my number one was as warm and fuzzy, but uh, The Last of Us Part Two is my game of the year. And um, when I've become a bit numb and desensitized to a lot of things, to 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 have such strong feelings, not always the best uh, feelings, but feelings nonetheless during a gameplay. Um, I, 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 I have also cry. I have to tip my hat, and what I will say is that. In a year where big games like this, now I know that there's like been some controversy about how the game was made, but to have a game deliver on such a mechanical uh, level, which was rock solid, uh, to have such great captivating performances, and I, I will say, <clears throat> I will say it that like this game is it's insane to look at on PlayStation 4 hardware and like how good yeah, this game really looks is. and how well it plays on hardware that was old as it was is is phenomenal but uh last was part two controversy and all uh my favorite game this year well boys that that means that's all of us we've we've all set our our titles now um and and calculating this up uh again these are these are not necessarily definitive if we absolutely feel like something should be switched we Potentially have that option, but let's look at let's look yeah. at data here. Uh, in in third place currently with fifteen points is Animal Crossing: New Horizons. In second place with twenty five points is Hades, and in number one with twenty six points is Final Fantasy VII Remake. Now, oh boy. <laughs> I, uh, I, I'm, I am okay. I want, I want to say, I am okay with Final Fantasy winning. It was not what I expected. I expected Hades to win this in a walk. Um, mm-hmm. But looking, looking at the numbers, looking at our, our, our rankings here, we, we all have Hades in our top three. We don't all have Final Fantasy VII in our top three. Now, it, given it's my four, but putting that out there. I'm also I'm, going I'm through and, and looking. Fine. So let me let me go back here really quick to our show notes. Um, we I'm trying to find like Hades. How many times it won? If it won more than once over here, um, Hades won best debut. Hades also won. Um, oh, and I don't think if best style anything. Um. And. That I mean, Hades was nominated in almost all of our categories. It seems like some way, shape, or form, but it I definitely it, it it's again, one more. I, I, yeah, I don't want to say, hey, you know, I don't want this to win on a technicality, but uh, uh, they're both incredible games that that came out this year. 
Um, one, one of them is not done yet, <laughs> technically. Um, but anyway, I, I'm happy I, with either one of them. I, I know Johnny has... Um, I, I don't want to take anything away from Johnny by any stretch because I know. Yeah, and I and and to would its be credit, happy with either of these. Well, and to its credit, Final Fantasy VII is one of our games of the like. That is, like one of us has it at number one. Nobody has Hades yeah. at number one. I mean, it's my number two. It's your number two. It's my number four. Like it's, you're yeah. right. I should have I should have put Thirteen Sentinels higher. <laughs> like that's that's what that's what was boils down to. No, I'm I'm kidding. I'm I'm a hundred percent fine. With Final Fantasy VII being our being our game of the of 2020, yeah, that's fine by me. I'm I, I mean I'm very shocked that Hades didn't didn't take this, but uh, I'm I'm fine with FF7. Works looking, for me. Looking forward to seeing what they do with uh, the next part. Yeah. God, how many times can Final Fantasy VII be our game of the year? <laughs> oh man, time will only tell. Chase, I, I'll just point out. Looking at my list here, I think this is the weebiest my my list has ever been. Yeah, baby, look at you, look at you. <laughs> uh, I mean, if you if you look at two and four especially, uh-huh. but I mean, like I've got Spirit Fair on here. I've got Paper Mario. I've got Animal Crossing. I've got Hyrule Warriors. Hades. Yeah, I mean, you are. I mean, not not saying that you don't like smaller games. I mean, we've we've talked about Florence yeah. in the past. We've talked about lots of smaller games that that you enjoy. Uh, uh, I mean, um, what's the farming one that you just said? That's Stardew Valley. Right. Yeah, Stardew Valley. Like, that you are a huge advocate for that game. But I think of the three of us, you probably tend to play the most big games too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I like I like big games. Big man, big games. Yes, <laughs> very much so. <laughs> Johnny plays uh, no games because he's, he's right. you know no man doesn't, ha- doesn't have except time. for no man's he plays no man's sky because he <laughs> he's himself in it. I am a no man uh, and I just play a bunch of weird shit but uh, but I I think we I think we came to uh, a good a good decision here I mean yeah uh, if we want to like go through the numbers a little bit more um, only one other game cracked uh, ten points um, that was Hyrule Warriors with eleven points look at that. Um, we had a, a few different ones. Well, I'm sorry, Bobby, because it's not your number one. Last of Us Two got ten points. Um, yeah, just it didn't get anything from anyone else. Um, Bla- Blaseball had a strong showing with nine. Yeah, <laughs> just <a> telephone <laughs> solely because of me. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, there's some. I well, think there were some pretty good games in here. Very it's good. been uh, a ton of fun. 2020 and all of its bullshit has produced some really good things for us. Uh, thank you both for being part of it and, and bringing such fun and joy to each one of my weeks with the, the podcast. Um, it definitely helped me get through some some dark days. But let's play some I, destiny. Let's play some destiny. Um, I'm going to get off my ass for a bit because I've been sitting most of the day. Actually, uh, let me let me ask one more question because this was something Bobby mentioned in in one of our breaks um, in the previous podcast, and I and I think it it led to something that was was kind of interesting. Doing doing these podcasts is very cathartic for many reasons, but yeah. one of the things it really does like lift this weight off you, especially after our cram sessions of trying to go like ah, mm-hmm. you know, I've got to play this game, but I have to also play it fast so I can have it ready for game of the year. Uh, just trying to sneak in some games at this point, and now that you are free from that, now that now that it's all out there, and we can play whatever we want without having to worry about how it goes into a list. You know, for another you know, ten, 
13 days. Um, yep. What what is the first game? First new game. What's the first new game you want to start now that you know you're free? New game? Yeah. Like it doesn't uh, have to be a brand new game. I mean, it can be just a game that you haven't played yet. Oh. And and uh, want to I now mean, play and just be like, hey, it's cool that I can just play this game I, and not worry I, about it. It doesn't quite answer your question the way I think you want it to be answered, but I, I'm going to just say Yakuza like a dragon for me no, because that's, that's that's a game that like I started, but I was like, I don't have time to give this the fair shake that it needs. I'm in the midst of, of game of the year stuff, but I, I do feel like I can let my guard down a bit more, see what that game has to show without feeling the time crunch right now and, and really check it out. I mean, I'm... I'm really excited to play Demon Souls for the first time. You know, that's I have to get the PS5 first and then sure. buy the game. But <laughs> I want to be I want to beat Miles Morales too. Yes, yeah. I also want to beat that. So, uh, and I think for me, it's I mean, I, I really I really wanted to to play some Wasteland Three. Hearing you guys talk about mm-hmm. it, and uh, and just again didn't feel like I could give that enough time to really make a difference here on the podcast. Go hang uh, out with the Gippers. Neither of you guys had it on your top ten, so maybe maybe it doesn't deserve it. it I don't know. It just got edged out. It was number ten before Cyberpunk came. Okay, okay. Uh, what uh, about? Yeah. Well, hang on. We didn't. This happened off pod, but Chase, you were bitching and moaning about. I want a PlayStation Five. Man. I want to play Bug Snacks. I want to play Astro. And guess what? Mm-hmm. Johnny came. Through. Johnny Amazich. Johnny Amazich coming in clutch. He is like. I guess I can't. I can no longer make fun of Johnny Amazich ever again no, on this we, podcast. So you can play Astro's Bot. continue to, and I might, I might, you know, smirk or give a thumbs yeah. up or something. But I, I guess I can no longer make fun of Johnny Amazich, who I, I've always said is a good and loyal friend. Uh, <laughs> his deeds yeah, will not go that unnoticed. Right to me. Uh, but yeah, you'll, you'll yeah, be able to play was, Astro. Yeah, yeah during uh, recording during one of the segments, uh, Walmart has some PS5s going on sale, and I was able to grab one. So, Heck yeah, true friend. Uh, you know what? Be... Here, here's something stupid. I, w- I want to play Xenoblade Chronicles Two. I don't know why. I just want to give that game a shot. I think I'll hate it. Let's but, do it. But I'm gonna play it. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> and you should I'm play Kuni, I, can, Chase. I can play that game. I don't have to worry. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> yeah, maybe I'll do that instead. I don't know. <sighs> All right, you two. Um, well, right. thank you again for everything. Are if you sure wanna, you don't want to talk for another five hours? It doesn't feel right. <laughs> my ass is asleep. My wife will kill me. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, we are the Casual Hour. Uh, happy we're gonna take a Yeah, happy holidays. We're going to take a break uh, next week and spend some time with our families. And we will be back, I think, in two weeks to tell you all about the games coming out in January. I think that's the next one up. So uh, happy holidays. Be safe. Uh, be socially responsible. And we will talk to you all soon. 